you reduce your costs, you can focus on your core business instead of worrying about uh, security threats and uh, suspicion of attacks from the outside or inside. Hello, my name is Richard Starnes. I'm the Chief Security Strategist with uh, Capgemini, and we're here today to talk about all things SOC. And I'm with my colleague here, Krister. Krister, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, Richard. I'm pleased to be here with you, I'm leading the uh, Center of Excellence for Cybersecurity within uh, Applications 2. So we're going to go a little bit off of topic here, and uh, just could you tell us about uh, your Cybersecurity Center of Excellence? Yes, Richard. So um, we're building the Center of Excellence for Cybersecurity, where we aim to meet our clients' new threats and vulnerabilities in today's uh, information technology. We have um, a team of um, cybersecurity architects, project leaders, forensic investigations, and governance risk compliance, to mention a few. Well, that sounds really interesting. Maybe we'll have to do a, a, a podcast on the Center of Excellence at some point in the future. So on to our, uh, our topic of hand, all things SOC. So, Krister, uh, could you just maybe some people that are listening don't actually know what a SOC is or what even SOC stands for. So could you maybe just go over what is a SOC? I'll be glad to. Um, SOC then stands for Security Operation Centers, sometimes also called MSOC or Managed Security Operation Center, which could be in-house or actually bought from a vendor somewhere. SOC started um, maybe 10 to 15 years ago, and that was mainly out of what's called uh, the bridge. And the bridge was those sitting in a room just outside the server rooms, monitoring what happens on the servers, looking at screens, multiple screens at the same time. Um, as IT has developed, um, the security and breaches has increased. More and more resources are needed for this. And most uh, organization doesn't have the funds to do it. It's costly. And the new managed socks does this in a more automated way. Interesting. I've got this kind of this image of, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, the old movie War Games with all these huge monitors up on the wall watching these uh, attacks coming in and, and people dealing with them. That's really fascinating. What um, do you think are the advantages of using an MSSP SOC uh, as opposed to a, a build-your-own SOC uh, scenario? Well, I would say the top reason would be the cost. It isn't cheap, coming with uh, the hardware and the software and also the resource skill that you need for this. A managed SOC is usually shared with multiple clients, but even then you have your own systems covered and you are protected 24-7, 365. Having this in-house, you can imagine the cost for it. It's usually only larger um, organizational or state government, military and polices, etc. that has these fundings. But normal you know, companies, organizations, they don't really have the budget for it. So the cost would be number one. Yeah, I think the thing with cost is that a lot of people don't think about is is you're going to have to find a, a piece of real estate to put this sock into, be it a, a building or, or buy, uh, buy uh, um, a piece of real estate and purpose built the building. You're going to have to find and source the uh, individuals, uh, keep them up, keep them trained, um, lighting, air conditioning, all the kit, and these things uh, um, 
add up very, very quickly um, as your uh, acquisition costs go. And then you still have the uh, the maintenance of those teams across a 24-7 or 9-to-5 uh, scenario, depending upon your needs. Uh, one of the things that's kind of interesting is is, is that having an MSSP do your SOC for you, it allows your company, your business, to focus on business and not have uh, um, any kind of cycles having to deal with IT security concerns. It takes that piece off their plate. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, that is correct. And besides having a huge in investment um, budget needed for it, you can just um, have um, a SOC um, agents installed and you're up and running in, in a shorter time. It's also a large benefit that you can have your SOC or MSOC tailored to your needs. Usually when setting up this in-house by yourself in an organization, you don't really need what, what do you need? Um, when do you need it? How much resources, etc. There's so many questions that you don't know. You take a huge risk setting it up yourself and those organization doing that, as I said before, is usually military or, or police because they will have the funds and, and the needs, but regular organization don't. And one of the things that uh, an MSSP also helps you address is the issue of the security skills gap. Um, it's been widely known and widely reported in the press for, for years now that we have a, a unique situation where uh, the number of jobs that are available in cybersecurity are far, far outstripping the number of people available to take those jobs. And the severity of this is starting to get to the point that's even affecting governments, immigration, and uh, visa policies, um, allowing people to come in based on uh, skill shortage. So that's one thing that really helps the with the MSSP is taking that need to recruit and maintain and train those people off of your plate and onto your provider's plate. So one of the things that it also helps you with MSSPs is the uh, regulatory compliance issues. You know, we have all this legislation that we have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. We have GDPR that's just come in. We've got... Um, Financial Services Authority to uh, to um, deal with all these different regulatory compliance frameworks. Um, talk about, Christopher. How do you uh, how, how does an MSSP help you deal with those sorts of things? Yeah, so let me break them up in two pieces. Then let's start with the uh, the challenges to find the right resources of the skilled and and uh, knowledgeable resources to hire. It's very competitive today, as you mentioned, and. Um, the MSOX uh, or the SOX will um, have more um, artificial intelligence included uh, by the year as, as they develop. Uh, this will be needed in, in order to quickly uh, and automatically detect threats or um, both inside and from outside and mitigate those threats. So that's one sign how we see that the SOC will be more and more intelligent um, as it progresses and matures. On the other side, you talk about also the legislations like GDPR, other laws, um, it could be payment card industry, uh, data security standards. There's a lot of um, requirements out there today that requires you to report incidents and breaches or, or even that you are performing tests, etc. And uh, the managed SOC, Security Operations Center, will enable you to have automated reports. So that will be a huge benefit. Uh, also cost saving and they will have the reports in time as needed. 
huge benefits, as we see there. So one of the problems that you can run into with uh, um, running uh, your own uh, sock and seam is uh, scalability. Um, sometimes the company will grow very, very rapidly, um, or you'll have initial scale problems that you have to address. So how does an MSSP um, provide you with assistance in the, the terms of scalability issue? That can vary in, in different ways. Um, I, it's hard for me to answer for, for most other vendors out there, but uh, if we look at our own um, capabilities within Capgemini, also providing forensic investigations, we can help with fraud, um, detect um, uh, suspic suspicious behavior by users on the systems. That makes us um, a little bit uh, unique on the market. Because even if you have a SOC and, and, uh, or you provide uh, a service internally or you receive it externally from any kind of service provider, it's not necessary to have those kind of skills as well to help you. You can detect that something has happened on the systems and you know that you have a breach, but it can be difficult to find from where. Was it inside or outside, etc. Um, choosing the right SOC, that's the importance in every business choice. Well, I can tell you from being a, a former uh, cybercrimes detective that uh, the last thing that you want to be doing is trying to figure out who is going to do your forensics when you're in the middle of a breach. So having that uh, site, that on-site capability is absolutely critical for, uh, for proper incident response. Talk me through how does a sock actually work? You've got uh, some uh, men and women sitting in front of a screen and a, an alert comes in. What happens when that first alert comes in? How do, how, just give me a general idea of how that's handled by a sock. Well, the operators also receive some, uh, some kind of alert. It depends on the system and how it is tailored. Um, as I mentioned before, we, we tailor the, the sock to fit everyone's nation's needs. So depending on the needs, it's tailored to what it should um, alert on or, or um, send as an intrusion report or, or suspicious behavior on the systems. And depends then on the kind of alert that you receive, how you act upon them. Usually there is um, an incident uh, response uh, procedure uh, together with, you know, um, preset organizational, both in our own SOC and at uh, the data uh, owners, uh, our clients that needs to be informed. So basically, you could say you have an incident response team set up or, or on, on place um, that will start uh, gathering uh, data and do the investigations and, and uh, mitigations. So one of the first questions that uh, a lot of people ask when uh, looking at a SOC, what are the advantages or disadvantages of using a dedicated versus a multi-client approach? Um, I know a lot of people would like to, to have that dedicated approach, but they maybe don't have uh, the budget or have budget limitations, and they're trying to make that, that strike point decision on whether or not to go with a, a dedicated environment or a multi-client environment. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you were spot on there, um, coming back to uh, the money again, because um, sharing a, a SOC is always uh, cost-efficient. Uh, Number two would be that um, alerts that we see on other clients, um, we know about, and then we can protect other clients that had not yet been uh, hit by these kind of invalidities or, or threats. So that's an advantage. If you have one, one dedicated SOC and they haven't received this yet, they have to wait for it and deal with it. With multiple SOCs, if you have 
a, a known uh, threat or attack vector and you mitigate that for one client, then you can quickly deploy that to all the other clients. So that is one huge uh, benefit as well. Well, I, I would imagine that in a SOC environment where you have a, a multi-client environment, you have analysts that see a lot of different types of attacks coming from a lot of different type of uh, attack vectors. Um, so you're going to have uh, probably a broader base of, of skills, certainly, or experience with that multi-client uh, environment. Yeah, there will be. But I mean, as I said, if you if you have multiple um, client SOC, you benefit from uh, getting protected from uh, attacks or vulnerabilities that other clients already suffered from. So you have an advantage of that. So we've had some very, very interesting things uh, discussed today. And um, so, Christopher, can you tell me what are the three biggest takeaways for each one of our, for our uh, listeners today? Well, you can summarize it in, into first then. You can quicker detect and stop advanced uh, security threats in real time and at all times. So that, that's the most important, that you quickly can ensure that attackers are isolated and shut down uh, before they actually do some kind of damage. Uh, the next one would be what we talked about earlier, the compliance reporting, which becomes automated. Uh, you have less effort and uh, less stress about finding the right data for the right reports to the right entity. Um, so that number two will also save a lot of costs and hours and frustrations. And number three is that you reduce your costs. You can uh, focus on your core business instead of worrying about uh, security threats and uh, um, well, suspicion of attacks from the outside or inside. Excellent. I would just add on to that. Uh, obviously, you don't have the problems of trying to source uh, skills um, and uh, keep those uh, skills in-house and, and train them up. With an MSSP, you have that uh, already in, and those skills go across a much broader base of experience, as we just uh, talked about here. And um, you tend to get a better protection profile from an MSSP than just a dedicated SOC. And obviously, with an MSSP, your setup time and your scalability is much, much better. You can go straight into it, switch over the environments, and then start measuring, and very rapidly scale up or scale down as uh, is required. So it's been a fascinating uh, conversation today. Look forward to doing it again. Thank you very much, Christopher, for joining us. Thank you for having me. 